0: Hey there, I'm Daphna Chazen, and this is the Down to Earth PCOS Nutrition Podcast. On the show, we talk about managing PCOS using proven strategies, ditching diets for good and balancing hormones naturally. Let's get to it. Excited to be here today. We're talking about, can I cure my PCOS? We're going to answer this big, big question. And I have some thoughts for you. I haven't re- prepared a ton of notes and things like that. I want to have just a casual conversation about healing PCOS, reversing PCOS, curing PCOS, all of these different terms. What do they mean? And can you actually recover from PCOS fully? And what would that look like? Okay. So we're going to talk about this And we're also going to talk a little bit about what are some of the things that you should be looking for when you're healing, what kind of things would mean healing would actually represent a healing process. Okay. I had kind of a blah week. And I want to normalize that. I think that is okay. Wasn't a great week. I felt tired. I had a lot of little annoying things happening, but we're here on Thursday. I'm ready for the weekend. And I think it's normal. I think it's totally normal to have a week that's not perfect and not great. And we can just kind of roll with the punches sometimes, right? But one of the things that was really great this week is that in my program, Reset Your PCOS, we're having a challenge. It's called Prioritizing Me. The ladies are doing amazing. So it's all about self-care, taking care of themselves, their body, and doing things just for them. I have a lot of moms of young kids. I have a lot of women who are not moms in the group as well. But I think that this challenge really pushed them to take a break. During their work week, when everyone's busy and no one really takes time to do anything for themselves, it kind of forced them and pushed them to do some things that are above and beyond. And let me tell you, they're, they're bringing the heat in the group. They're painting nails, they're taking baths, they're going in nature, they're doing meditation, listening to music, audiobooks, getting hair done, dry brushing. What else? They had some artwork done. They had all kinds of really creative, great things that they were doing just for themselves, just to prioritize themselves, feel good, and take a break. All right, let's talk a little bit about managing PCOS or rather curing PCOS. The reason I wanted to talk about this today is that sometimes I scroll through social media, which I am on a lot, and I come across posts that I know are going to be confusing to some of you. And I have to say, sometimes I pause and have to think about it for a second. And I oftentimes find that these posts are kind of, the statements are very general. The statements are very misleading. And one of these posts this past week was a, I think it was a TikTok or a reel on Instagram of a girl saying that she does not have PCOS anymore. She cured it. And. That is something that you may come across and feel like, well, how did she do it? And why can't I? And that can lead to a lot of frustration and more confusion, which we definitely don't need around PCOS because it's confusing as it is and hard to manage as it is. So I wanted to talk about it. And... In terms of curing PCOS, this is a statement that is extremely misleading. So PCOS is a genetic lifelong condition that right now we do not have a cure for. And what you need to think about also is that things that have a cure, diseases or conditions that have a cure, we first know what caused them. And we still don't know what is causing PCOS. We do not know what is the reason that some women have PCOS. We know what is not the reason. The reason is not you. The reason is not your diet, your weight gain, or anything that you have done did not cause PCOS. So we know that we do not cause PCOS. We don't know what does, but we do know that it's a genetic lifelong condition. And as such, It cannot be cured right now today. Now, there is hopefully going to be more research and more funding going into studies to understand what's causing PCOS so that maybe one day we can have a cure. But the other thing that you need to remember is that PCOS is a syndrome, right? PCOS stands for polycystic ovary syndrome which basically means a syndrome is a collection of different symptoms and different signs, meaning PCOS does not look the same on every woman. It is a syndrome. It can look many different ways. There are many different symptoms and manifestations of PCOS. And the reason that this is important is that if someone, say, reversed a certain aspect of their PCOS, say they don't have high testosterone anymore, or they don't have ovaries with cysts anymore, that still does not mean that they don't have PCOS. That still does not mean that they have cured their condition because PCOS can manifest itself in different ways at that point. But the main thing that I want you to know is that we do not know what causes PCOS. It is a genetic lifelong condition right now. And as of today, we do not have one specific cure for it, which would basically mean the condition is gone and will not return. So if we have a stomach bug, let's say, take this as an example, if I got a stomach bug and I took antibiotics or I got, you know, some sort of a pneumonia, and you know, I took antibiotics and I got rid of the bacteria that caused pneumonia, or I got rid of the virus or bacteria that caused my stomach virus, my stomach bug, my stomach flu, whatever it may be, I have cured that condition. That bug is gone. It can't return later on, but for right now, it cannot live in my body. That would be considered curing a condition. So if we were to cure PCOS, it would mean that the condition can never return. And again, this is not where we are right now in terms of treatment and options for managing PCOS. It is kind of like IBS. So when you think about IBS, which I suffer from, if I were to say, okay, I have a good streak of a month where my IBS is fully controlled. I don't have gas, bloating, diarrhea, constipation, cramping, pain, all of that fun stuff that comes with IBS. I say I haven't experienced it for a month. Because I'm taking my supplements, I'm dialed in on my diet, I'm doing everything I need to do to move my body, lower my stress and all of these things. But for me, if I didn't take magnesium for two or three days and I ate, say, fried foods, which are my IBS trigger foods, my IBS would be like, oh, what's up? I'm back, right? My symptoms would return. So it may feel like I've cured my IBS if I'm not struggling with symptoms for a month, but I have not. It's still inside of my body and my body is still prone to pain, constipation, cramping, abdominal distension and all of those things. And the same thing goes for PCOS. So if you were on a good diet, if you took your supplements, if you managed everything and your labs started coming down, your testosterone levels are coming down, cysts on the ovaries are not, no longer visible, that means your body has controlled the condition, right? The condition is well-managed, but at any point, if something changed in your life as far as stress or your diet or your movement or anything else, sleep, the condition will definitely return. Those symptoms will definitely worsen. And that's because, again, PCOS is still there. This is a really important distinction to understand between curing and managing. Now, you can manage PCOS to such a high degree that indeed it is no longer noticeable. The symptoms are no longer noticeable. Your labs are looking really good. You're not feeling the really adverse effects of it, whether it's with weight or fatigue or your hair growth, acne, all of those things could essentially disappear but again the condition is still there and those symptoms can get worse if it's not well managed if the hormones fall out of balance again. Now one of the things that you know is really important to understand is that there are 3 benefits or three levels that I want you to think about when you're treating PCOS, okay? So let's talk a little bit about the good news. And the good news, like I said, you can manage PCOS. There are treatment options, specifically natural ones, which I think is really the best news here. The best way to manage PCOS is the natural way with food, with supplements, with lifestyle habits, stress management, sleep, movement, all of those things. And you don't need to do all of those things. I would definitely start with diet and stress management first. That's where people see the most benefit usually. And there are amazing results. When my clients go through my program, they are mind blown by what could happen to your body just by modifying your diet, just by tweaking the types of foods that you eat, the timing, the meal composition, all of those things. And we're eating regular food in that program. There is nothing special about the food that the ladies are eating. And I teach them exactly how to do that in a way that's so simple. And someone just told me yesterday, I didn't even notice that I was doing anything. And this is what happens. And to me, that's the best feeling. I don't want anyone feeling like they're special or they're eating special food or they're not normal, right? Because we want to live our life and feel like we're a part of society here, right? We don't want to feel the odd one out. So the best news is that this is possible and really dramatic results can come from food and lifestyle modifications. So the first thing that you will wanna look at is of course, balancing hormones. And when we talk about balancing hormones, we're talking about three categories of hormones, three. The first one is your sex hormones, estrogen, progesterone, testosterone, right? We want to balance those as best as we can. And usually for women with PCOS, that means reducing estrogen most of the time, not all the time that may mean increasing progesterone. So if you're not getting a period, that essentially means that you're not ovulating and that is, or you're pregnant, but generally speaking, if you're not getting a period, you are not ovulating, which means you're not producing progesterone. And we wanna increase progesterone. We wanna make sure that you're eating in a way that supports progesterone secretion. And then testosterone. So most women with PCOS have too much testosterone released from the ovaries. That's usually related to insulin resistance, because when we have too much insulin, the insulin will start acting on the ovaries and the ovaries will release testosterone. So all three of these sex hormones are super important to focus on. And again, when we manage insulin levels, all of these things should normalize. And we also look at specific PCOS kind of superfoods, even though I don't love that word, but those foods are specifically known to assist with managing those hormones. So you can normalize these hormones using food and supplements, which would mean regular periods. Now a period is not officially, but unofficially is considered one of the vital signs. Did you know that? Just like your pulse, and blood pressure and things like that, and your heartbeat, a period is that important. It's a huge indicator of your health, okay? So we do wanna prioritize getting a regular period even well before you're ready to conceive. So if even if you're not thinking about getting pregnant, even if you're not wanting kids, and many women now don't, you still should get a regular period. You still should normalize your cycles because that is an indication of your health And if you're not getting a regular period, it definitely means that there's a hormonal imbalance specifically with your sex hormones that we do want to address. So that's number one. Number two, and I touched on it a little bit, is insulin. And I talked a lot about insulin resistance because this is the one part of PCOS that I specialize in helping women with. And so we want to reduce insulin resistance. We want to make sure your body's not overproducing insulin because that not only increases weight gain, cravings, fatigue, and other signs and symptoms, it also majorly increases your risk of diabetes, metabolic syndrome, and heart disease. Okay. So we want to lower insulin as much as possible. We don't do this by eliminating carbs, by the way, but there are other strategic ways that we do that. And that is a huge priority. So that's number two, insulin. And then three, and very important also is your adrenal hormones, your stress hormones. So cortisol and DHEA, those are adrenal hormones that are secreted from the adrenal gland that sits on the kidneys. And if you are someone who struggles with insomnia or you know fatigue, stress, acne, signs of inflammation, okay, so joint pain, migraines, all of those things, frequent colds, eczema, hives, skin condition, those are all signs of inflammation and they can be related to stress hormones, increased stress hormones like cortisol and DHEA. So we do want to address that. So that's one aspect of managing PCOS to the point that is unnoticeable is balancing all of those three categories of hormones that I just mentioned. That is step one. We work on sex hormones, we work on insulin, we work on cortisol and adrenal hormones. Okay, so that's one. The second part of managing PCOS to the point where it's not noticeable anymore, and this is something that's very important to focus on, is creating a metabolic transformation. And what this means, I know it sounds fancy, but it's actually very simple. And anyone here that is dealing with high cholesterol, high triglycerides, liver enzymes that are elevated you're in need of a metabolic transformation. And what I mean by this is we're going to work to reduce all of these labs, get them normalized so your body can process food properly, so that not every bite you've put in your mouth causes weight gain. And so that, again, your risk for disease is reduced because if you're dealing with high triglycerides, high liver enzymes, which would indicate a fatty liver, if you're dealing with high cholesterol, LDL, that is the bad cholesterol. So I always tell my clients LDL, L is for lousy. That's the bad cholesterol. HDL is for healthy. That's the good cholesterol that we want as high as possible. But sometimes with women with PCOS, we see very high bad cholesterol and low good cholesterol. And that's a double whammy. That really majorly increases your risk for heart disease and other conditions. So when I talk about a metabolic transformation... I'm talking about normalizing your labs to the point where your risk is mitigated, is so low. So as a woman with PCOS, even if your labs are normal, your risk is higher, which is even more why we want those numbers as in range as possible. I just had a client yesterday who has been working with me since February and she just had her labs repeated and Everything is normal. Her testosterone is down tremendously. It went from being super high to the normal range. She's losing weight. She's doing a lot of different things. Her period came back. Actually, her period came back and she said, I didn't realize that a period is not supposed to be painful. It's not supposed to be so heavy. It's not supposed to be debilitating. She's a teacher. She used to have to stay home when she got her period. So she is truly seeing what it means to manage the condition to the point where you feel normal, you feel good, you get a period and you don't have to stay in bed all day, right? Or her labs, her cholesterol is down, her liver enzymes are normalizing, her testosterone is down. So her body is responding. And, you know, it's really important to understand that your body is capable of doing these things. There is nothing broken or wrong with your body. You just need to find the right plan you need to find the right approach. And once you dial that in, your body is responding and it's responding quickly. So a lot of times I have women who tell me I've been trying for years to lose weight and nothing works, or I lose a little bit and regain it. And they just assume that their body is not capable of losing weight. That is not the case. Okay. So anybody can lose weight. You just have to do it the right way. And the same goes for normalizing everything that I had just talked about. Now. So we talked about Metabolic transformation. We talked about balancing your hormones. And again, I'm talking about this because these are the areas that would indicate that you have managed PCOS to the fullest potential of your body. Okay. So when you're doing these things, focusing on balancing those hormones, creating a metabolic transformation for yourself, that would make your PCOS essentially unnoticeable. It's still there. It has not cured But you're controlling it so well, you're managing it so well that you're not even going to feel it, see it, or know that it's there. And how great would that be, right? Your labs are good. You're feeling good. Your periods are normal. Your weight's coming down. You're eating in a way that is, you know, keeping you energetic and positive. And this also, of course, feeds into mental health. You're more confident. You're feeling good about what you're doing. You're not second guessing your choices. All of those things would indicate that you are essentially healing your PCOS in a smart way. Okay. Now, the third thing, this is really, really important, is your quality of life. So I want to know in the comments, let me know, how has PCOS impacted your life in terms of your quality of life? Meaning maybe there are things that you're not able to do. Maybe there are aches and pains that you experience every single day that you would like to get rid of. Let me know if, there's, if you're comfortable sharing that, maybe one or two things that is a quality of life issue for you that is related to PCOS. In one of the PCOS groups that I kind of hang out in, maybe you are there as well, someone talked about disability from PCOS, going on disability, and many women related to that. Many women said, yeah, it is that bad. My condition is that bad that it's I need to go on disability. I need to leave from work that is serious. And that is a quality of life issue. Of course, if you cannot go to work, right, if it's impacting your ability to function in your daily life, that is a big deal. This is probably the most important part of managing your PCOS is increasing your quality of life so that you don't feel fatigued and drained. I have a lot of clients who come to me and say, I sleep 10 hours a night and I wake up tired as hell. I can't even get out of bed that is a quality of life issue, right? No one should go about their day feeling tired and achy. And certainly when we talk about PCOS, the hardest part I think about it is that it not only impacts your internal health, right? With disease risk and all of these things, it impacts your appearance as well. So there's an issue with body image, with self-confidence, With feeling, you know, self-conscious when you're out in public, whether it's with hair or acne or anything for that matter that makes you feel not good about your body, right? That is a quality of life issue as well. And once you work through the steps and the healing treatment approaches that you have available to you and you actually work on them and do them and feel good about them, you now start seeing your quality of life increase. Right. The women in my program are saying, you know, I feel good. I have energy for my kids. I'm able to sleep a full night and feel rested. I have a lot of women who have joint pain and other types of all kinds of aches and pains that they didn't even realize are related to inflammation and PCOS that are essentially gone. I had one woman who cured for real her sinus pain. And that is also related to inflammation, which is also related to PCOS. So there are things probably in your life that you are not even connecting with PCOS and with the degree of inflammation that it causes. And those are all quality of life things that I think are most important to take care of so that you can show up in your life in a positive, confident way every day and work and do things and show up for your family to your fullest potential. That is extremely, extremely important. So mood swings, self-esteem, depression, anxiety, and just feeling frustrated that nobody gets it and nobody understands is again, a quality of life thing. And that could be resolved. That is something that you can definitely work on and improve upon. It's not gonna happen overnight, but with the right guidance and the right plan, you can get there in a matter of six, eight or 10 weeks. Okay, and continue to work from there. So hopefully this is helping you understand a little bit more about what it would mean to manage PCOS to the extent where it's unnoticeable, where you don't feel like it's controlling your life, where you don't feel like you don't have a handle on your body and on your health. But always remember, these are things that you're going to have to continue to do for life, which is why jumping on a diet, going on a cleanse, doing this elimination, that's not going to get you too far unless you plan on keep on doing that for life, which most people are not. Most people are not gonna to wanna to do keto for life. Most people are not gonna to wanna to cut out gluten and dairy for life. And in many cases, those things have a rebound effect, right? When you come off them, you're sometimes pulled back to an even worse position than you were before you started. So I always want you to think about it. it is, it's super tempting and it sounds really good to go on a diet or to do these things that are very quick, But you cannot put a Band-Aid on a big problem, right? That would be a Band-Aid solution. PCOS is a long-term condition. You can't approach it with a short-term fix. So I want you to think about this, and I want you to get in the right mindset. And first of all, make a decision that you're going to manage this long-term in the right way, but only do it one time. When you go on a diet, you're essentially saying to yourself, I'm willing to go through this over and over and over again. And I tell my clients, let's make this the last time you have to start over. Let's make this the last time you ever need to follow a certain plan and follow the right plan that's going to take you the farthest and going to teach you actually how to do this on your own. Diets don't really teach you what to do when you're done. They're meant to keep you as a repeat customer. So there's a very, very internally flawed system when it comes to diets. And hopefully all of this resonates with you. Now, as I said before, if you are interested in learning more about Reset Your PCOS, I did want to put a banner up for that. If you leave your name below or you message me, I will get back in touch with you with some of the details about the program. I'll tell you exactly what we do in it, what's included, what you're going to get, what kind of support you can expect, as well as when we're getting started and all the other information you'll need to know to join us, okay? So put me below if you're interested in joining or message me. You can send me a private message and I'll get back to you shortly after that. And if you have any questions on anything that I said today, of course, leave them below as well. And I'll see you here again next week, all right? I hope you have a great weekend and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.